Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple in under 10 minutes. Today, we are going to be taking the complexity out of the cash out refinance in under 10 minutes. Wish us luck. Here we go. Dan, I've done my intro. Now it's your turn. Educate the people. What is the cash out refinance? Cash out refinance is a great way to appreciate some of the profits that you've created in your deal prior to actually selling the deal. So typically, a lot of the money on a value-add deal is made on the back end when you turn around and, and sell the property and you dispose of it or a, and there's a, a disposition of the assets. A great way to capture some of that upside you created without actually selling, and the reason you want to do that, there's a few reasons we can dive into, but cash out refinance is a great way to, to capture some of those gains a little bit earlier without actually selling. And like I just kind of alluded to, there's a few reasons why that's great. Um, I could save those for you, Anthony, but... Are they the easy ones? Yeah, I'll take the easy ones. Yeah. So the cash out refinance is one of the most powerful mechanisms of multifamily investing, specifically of the type that we do with a focus on value add. The reason the cash out refinance works so well for what we do is we go into these buildings that are underperforming. They don't have you know market rents or they have operational inefficiency, so they have a lot of expenses. We're going to go into these properties and we're going to improve them. We're going to drive up the revenue. We're going to decrease the expenses. And that's going to boost the value of these buildings. But the problem is we have all this equity now sitting in the property. We can't do anything with that. So we want to be able to realize those gains. We want to pull that money out, return it to our investors so that they can go and invest that into the next deal. And that's where the cash out refinance comes in. We go back to the bank. We take out a new loan on the property at this new higher valuation. And they say, awesome. Now it's worth this much money. We're going to loan you, or we're going to give you a loan of say 75% loan to value, and you can take the difference of whatever that is. And so you then take that money, you can return a, a significant portion in many cases of your investor's initial capital that again, they can go and start investing right away. So it's a really powerful uh, flywheel that once you get going, you can be taking capital and put it into one deal and then recoup it within a year, maybe two years, and then put it into the next deal while you still maintain and own that previous asset that's still cash flowing for you. So it's a really, very powerful method. Yeah, one of the other great parts about it is that unlike the sale option of exiting your position, or I should say taking some of your your chips off the table, this isn't a taxable event. So refinance is a way to capture some of those gains you've made, get cash in hand so that you can go reuse it on another deal, or maybe you want to go on a vacation, whatever you want to do. You can take that capital and go put it to use without having to pay taxes on the income, which is fantastic. Um, the tax drag is huge. And so if you could defer that or even eliminate it, uh, that's that's massive. And one other nuance 
that sh- that's worth bringing up that I don't think a lot of people notice is you kind of alluded to it there. You, you mentioned that there's all this equity in a property that's not necessarily generating anything. Uh, and a quick and easy example to illustrate that is, let's say on day one, you bought a property and you had $100,000 of equity and it was producing uh, $10,000 of cash flow per year. Uh, and you get to the second year and all of a sudden you've boosted that income up. Now the property has increased in value by maybe 20% or something. Your cash flow from the property has gone up to about 12% or uh, $12,000. Now that's 12% cash on cash. However, you've got all this extra equity in the property. So your return on equity is actually pretty low uh, because that $100,000 might have turned into $200,000. So $12,000 divided by $200,000 is a lot lower than $10,000 divided by $100,000, right? So your uh, the amount of yield you're generating from that equity goes down as your decades pay down and as the value goes up. So it slowly but surely becomes more and more inefficient as far as um, it's a more and more, it's a less and less efficient way of using your capital as that debt gets paid down. Yeah, we and we call that the velocity of capital. And this applies both in like, say, your, your personal residence, you could have a single family house that you've lived in for 20 years, you've been paying down the debt, and it's been appreciating over that time. And now you have a bunch of equity sitting in your home residence. That's kind of dead money. But a lot of people, you know, you can utilize a, a refinance or a home equity line of credit, pull that capital out and reuse it and put it into an investment that's actually generating returns. So that's really powerful. It's not just in commercial real estate. Yeah, key concept there is put it into an investment. Don't go yes. buy a boat yeah. or a car. Don't that's leverage your home to wrong. buy a boat. <laughs> yeah, that's where people went wrong. You know, the the good rule of thumb, without going too long in this video, is that if you are charged, you know, five percent interest on a HELOC, or maybe you're paying three percent if you refinance on the new debt, uh, you want to make sure that you're taking that money and putting it into something that's going to earn more than whatever the interest expense is on the day that you took out there. That's how you know that you're going to be doing something good. Even if you're taking on a little bit more debt, it's going to be a very efficient use of capital with interest rates as low as they are. Yep. And and the last thing I want to point out here is is tied to risk. And what you just talked about there is not taking the, pro- the, the money out of the property to put into a boat. That's just... You you know, increasing your risk. But in the case of a commercial asset where we do the refinance, one of the really cool things that people aren't necessarily cognizant of is if, when we do this refinance and we return the capital, you still own just as much of your you know initial shares in that property. And so usually. all you've done is re- usually some, some group, operators some do it slightly so. different. Some don't. So you read the fine print <laughs> and make sure that it's not a return of capital. It's a return well, it could be a return of or on. Just make sure that you understand the nuances. Like, are you being make sure you're in not your getting bought position? out? Basically, exactly. That's how. Some but of if these you're not being bought it. out, which is the way that we do it, it's a perfect storm because now you own just as much of the building as you did before, but you have less money invested in it. So even if everything goes to crap, you know you you have already recouped so much of your money. Like you're mm-hmm. you're not you don't have as much to 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 lose there. So you've de-risked your investment, which is an amazing concept. Yeah, it's like going to the blackjack table, putting down a hundred bucks. You win fifty bucks on the first hand. You take it out. You've only got fifty bucks at stake now, right? So your yep. risk is reduced. If you if you make a, a fifty bucks in the next hand, all your money's out. You're playing with house money, is what they call it, and you can pretty much yep. do the same thing in real estate. So 
But I think we're getting and close to our 10 minutes, so we we're, should We're almost there, but we did it. We did it in under 10 minutes. That is the cash out refinance. It's kind of a complex topic. We did a longer deep dive into this topic back at the, the very beginning, I think episode seven or eight. So if you're still confused, check that out. Otherwise, we appreciate you guys. Before you leave, do us a favor, go over and leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. want to big, uh, give a big shout out to Wesley Van, who left a review just today. It was really awesome. Really appreciate the kind words. If you want to shout out in the future if you want to be internet famous and hear us call you out on this episode um, then go leave a review to it right now and uh, we'll catch you guys next week Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.